everyone, and welcome to season two of We Accidentally Vaporized Our Podcast. We're your host, Lauren, that's me, and Lachlan, that's the other one. That's right, and each week we're here to talk about a new chapter of Percy Jackson, The Olympians, The Sea of Monsters. We'll deep dive into the plot, the characters, emotionally charged memories the book brings up for us, and pretty much anything else that comes to mind. The Lightning Thief was a wild ride, and we're so excited to be back with Sea of Monsters. So grab your nectar and ambrosia and settle in for this episode of We Accidentally Vaporized Our Podcast. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of We Accidentally Vaporized Our Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Lauren. And I'm Lachlan and didn't realize I was supposed to talk right then. I mean, I feel like we've always done this where I've introduced myself and then let you introduce yourself. No, I feel like you like lead me into it. It's like, and that person on the other side of the computer. (laughs) I'm sorry. But it's fine. It's like, you know, it wasn't too long of a pause. All right. Next time I'll make sure to do a lead in. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. We'll talk about it. (laughs) We'll talk about it. Well, this week we are listening. We are talking about chapter... 12 we check into cc's spa and resort and you know what after the events of the last chapter they really do need a spa and resort and speaking mm-hmm. of which i am now going to give the recap for last chapter so last chapter started um or last chapter began with uh percy annabeth and tyson getting on to clarice's horror ship of a uh, a zombie run confederate soldier ship and they traveled with her for a little, and all of them for a little bit until they reached the entrance to the Sea of Monsters. But the thing is, when you enter the Sea of Monsters, you either have to go through Scylla or Server Caribius. I'm just gonna let you struggle through that. Caribi Char Carbidus Carbidus. So you can either go through Scylla or Carbidus, and Scylla will pluck you up and eat you and Carborus will make you pronounce your name. Um, no, Carborus is a whirlpool that you have to go into. Um, and Clarice decides that they're going to skirt on the edge of the whirlpool, but that doesn't end up working and they end up near Scylla and the ship is being destroyed from the inside and Tyson decides to go down and fix the ship himself. And Percy tries to tell him not to because he's realizing, hey, I actually love my brother. Um, But Tyson does it instead. And as he goes downstairs, Percy gets picked up. Everyone's running for lifeboats. Percy is in the air with Scylla. He manages to like cut a piece of her and he's falling back towards the ocean. The ship explodes, perceivably with Tyson, Annabeth, Clarice, and all of the dead confederate soldiers inside well and not inside because in theory ambeth and clarice got onto the boats like percy saw true. clarice yes, get onto heading in that direction when he got picked up by the demons and yes thrown into the air and yes and then the and then he heard the uh the hermes uh can't 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 thermos thermos ooh. <laughs> thermos uh open and the winds be released and percy then got knocked out mm-hmm. which so that's yeah, for last pretty on chapter brand ends. pretty on brand for him pretty on brand so that's where last chapter ended mm-hmm. and now moving so on to this what and i have well i just want to start because i have an immediate issue with the very first sentence that i think we need to discuss in depth so buckle in folks oh i just threw my marker across the room in, in anger not anger <laughs> confusion concern 
let's get into it. So says that Percy wakes up in a rowboat with a makeshift sail stitched of gray uniform fabric. All right, so here's my questions about this. One, did Annabeth just, no, did the zombies sort of disappear in the explosion, leaving their clothes behind? Were there just dead corpses in the water that Annabeth took the clothes off of? Where did she get the uniforms from to make this sale? I, I'd like to believe that they were just left behind and Annabeth picked it up, but I truly can see Annabeth finding like a dead body and like cutting the shirt off of them. Oh, 100% because she's resourceful and she'll do what she has to do, but I'm just curious about it. Also, she's by herself. Like, I feel like if Percy was there, Annabeth would be like, I don't know if I'm going to do that. So since Percy's not there and there's no one to judge her, (laughs) she's like, oh yeah, I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so what do you think? Do you think that they the corpses disappeared and clothes were flowing behind or I, or I mean they I still think alive in their weird way and she's like just get, give me your uniform I need it to live you're already dead who cares and your confederate who cares I think it's more likely like so I don't think that they would have disappeared and left the clothes behind so the body had to be there and I'm assuming because technically their service is not over they're probably still there and alive so she probably did just take it from like half alive mm-hmm. dead confederate soldiers yeah follow up do we think they know how to swim oh no exciting all right cool um well that's all my questions for the for the first sentence i'm glad that we discussed that um yep so Ambeth, luckily she has her senses together i guess she pulled him out of the water you know like the the good friend that she is and they're in this Robo just trying to get he by next to the body and was like oh cool more shirts it was like oh <laughs> darn he's alive i gotta pull him in i guess <laughs> so percy of course is feeling terrible physically and emotionally because he immediately asks about tyson and Beth, all she could say is like like percy i'm like really sorry um and then she starts to say like he may have survived like fire can't kill him Though Percy also points out the explosion like ripped apart the iron of the ship. So like shrapnel could still kill you. That's still an option. He's not immune to that as far as we know. But but again, you know, no I mean, one saw him die. And as we know, in a rule and all these movies and things, you got to see the body. No but but I mean, technically, body, but, you know, I know we said the shrapnel could kill him, but is the shrapnel celestial bronze? Hmm. No, regular iron. But I mean, to be fair, I think if you were ripped apart by an explosion. Yeah, it's not very clear about if like, are have we gotten confirmation if monsters are like impervious to all other things ever aside from celestial bronze and or like Greek fire or something? I I feel like you should still like, if you're blown up and your body is ripped into a you should still die. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or or is it like, yeah. Anyway, you know, at this point it's not looking great. But, you know, there's no body, so. Who exactly. Who knows? You know, we'll just we'll put and, that and, out and there. And to quote, to quote Taylor, no body, no crime. <laughs> Happy Red Day, everybody. Happy Red Day. <laughs> Though this will come out well after, but it's fine. We're still celebrating. All right. So Percy feels very upset that Tyson is gone, possibly dead thinking about how he Tyson gave his life for them and all person can think about are all the times he was embarrassed by Tyson and neither two of them related you know what good 
good. You should feel bad, Percy. <laughs> you were that, that guilt him when all he ever did was support you, protected you, literally gave his life for you. So yes, that, that guilt should that be eating him alive. Yes, do stew in that for a bit. I'm very sad that that his friend is is gone. Obviously, that is very difficult. He's already dealt with a lot of loss in his life. But also, yeah, do feel bad. <laughs> Learn from this and maybe be less of a jerk to people in the future. Um, yeah. So they're still out in the water, no sign of land or anything. And Beth managed to, well, she still has a thermos that's empty, so now it's useless. Um, the court could store it can food hold in it stuff. Can find any. Maybe it rains that can collect water, or do you think it acid rains in the sea of monsters? I think it depends on how close you are to Polythemus's island. <laughs> Because like sure, the sea of monsters are probably trying to kill you, so it might acid yes. rain. But like, oh yeah, but like the island is yeah. I feel like that would be better because of the police. I yeah. also would like to question where the frick did they get this bottle of Dr Pepper, and have they had it this whole time? Oh oh yeah, they do have bottle of Dr. No, I think that was from the dinner. On the oh boat. yes, that was from the boat. So she like snatched that off the table. Um, <laughs> and and also best, um, has <laughs> and best runaway kid instincts uh, kicked in yes. when she saw unattended yeah. food and was like, "We need to steal." Grab it. whatever you can. Um, a Ziploc bag of ambrosia, very important. A couple of sailors' shirts. So, do we think she took this off of the boat, or do you think these are the other ones that she collected and no, didn't I, make for the sale? Is this no, like extra were, fabric? They were other ones that she collected. <laughs> I really love this a lot, if you can't tell everybody. All right, cool. Um, she also, while rescuing Percy, got his backpack, though it was bitten in half, and so pretty much everything is gone, except for, conveniently, Hermes bottle of multivitamins and Riptide, which can never leave him, and that's very important to keep in mind. You know what I, you know what I just thought of? Mm-hmm. This, this whole book is like in Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, when you start off with the clubhouse giving you like a couple of items that you don't know that you're going to need mm-hmm. and by the end like it turns out each one was like yeah. instrumental to your to the episode like that's what i feel mm-hmm. like hermes was oh wow there you go yeah i just had yeah, that wait. thought and i needed to mm-hmm. share it no i like that i appreciate that um i just remember that for a second i thought that the the little clubhouse was like an oracle or something because it predicted that Daisy's heel was going to break and they needed a glue <laughs> stick to put her the heel of her shoe back on so they could get to the concert in time. And any and then <laughs> I'm, I'm just picturing like Percy and Neen, he's like mouse katool, mouse katool. <laughs> oh my god, that, that was a good show. It got bad in recent years, I've seen, but it used to be really good. I mean, I haven't seen enough of it. Mm, I used to love that anyway so um yeah so percy can tell due to his son of poseidon senses that they are 113 nautical miles away from their destination but percy's like that didn't make me feel any less lost (laughs) teenage (laughs) angst and dramatic i mean like that's that's beautiful that's 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 beautiful (laughs) yep um they take turns sipping from the Dr. Pepper, which I feel like, wouldn't soda just make you more thirsty? I mean, like, I yeah, it should. Like they help you at all. Or not, it doesn't hydrate you at all. I don't think it's- No, but I, I think it helps with like- for them. But I think it helps with like hunger and stuff because yeah. of like all the sugar and stuff, even though it will make you more thirsty, yeah. like that hunger will subside. And when you have nothing else, you have to drink it. Yeah. Mm. I mean, they could just stick their hands and see if any like piranhas bite them. I mean, you 
fishing. <laughs> they can eat the fish. That's the worst fishing ever. <laughs> well, one of them would live. That's better than both of them dying. I'm just picturing Percy like calling piranhas like with his like son of Poseidon like powers. He's like, come to me. And they're all like, yes, Lord. And he's like, cool, I'm gonna eat all of you. Yep. But like you said, you gotta do what you gotta do. If Ambeth can take the clothes off of dead zombies to make a sail, why can't Percy summon fish and then eat them? True. They both gotta use their skills to help the team. Anyway, um, so Ambeth thinks that they have less than 24 hours to get to Grover before the Cyclops is going to force Grover to marry him, and then the ruse will be up. He'll know that Grover is a satyr, yes? Uh, do we count Percy's forced unconsciousness as a sleep? Oh, that's a great question. Because Annabeth hasn't slept because she's Annabeth been like, you know, tending to, to the show. Yes. Did Annabeth sleep on the boat? Probably. When Percy went to sleep, okay. it sounded like it was a everyone thing. Everyone. Everyone did. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I would count that as, as sleep. All right, cool. So that. Percy has a couple more hours of sleep on Annabeth right yes. now. Yes. Always important to keep track of everybody. Anyway, <laughs> so less than 24 hours. And unless the Cyclops decides to move things up a bit, which will give them even less time. And then Percy says bitterly, you can never trust a Cyclops, like calling back to what Ambeth had said before. And she's just like, I'm sorry, Percy, I was wrong about Tyson. I wish I could tell him that. And he's like, I can't stay mad at her. And it's like, bro, you can't be mad at her because you treated Tyson the exact same way. Yeah, it's, but I think he, it's easier for him to blame her right now than deal with blaming himself. Yeah, but still, like, maybe don't alienate the one friend you have left right now. True. (laughs) One just died, probably. The other one might die if you don't get there in time. And she's the only one you have left. And who knows for clear reasons. Well, I wouldn't count those friends anyway. No, but still, like, in context of, like... I guess, yeah. Things aren't great right now. (laughs) But whatever. He decides he's not... He's going to be the bigger person and not resent her. Whatever. Um... Anyway, oh Percy! Now, now Percy's getting all dark, sad boy hours, and asking Annabeth about the big prophecy. You know, the one that no one's supposed to tell him about, based off of rules from the gods themselves. And so, I guess she feels bad about everything. Decides to tell him a little bit, saying, "Oh, what is it? Yeah, so something about when he turns six or when a child of the big three turns 16 because they all thought it was gonna be thalia and she got turned to a tree slash dead so now it might be percy but also there's still three years left so he could die a lot can happen in three years he could be turned into a dolphin and and also who knows like they they got this prophecy after world war ii so like who knows how many years it could take to like actually kick in yeah we could Um, still have like a hundred more years like they could all die. But it also, like, yeah. it's weird because does it mean that it has to be the first half-blood that hits 16? Or could they have just had any half-bloods and it could have just been a specific one? It doesn't matter, like, that there were others mm. before them that turned 16. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Questions. Who knows? There could also just be one who's un- unknown or unclaimed that it will be, like, older than Percy that could just show up out of the blue a week before. Like, hey, it's my time to shine. Get out of exactly. here. Exactly. Would that that would be a fun series where it's like the whole time you think it's this one person and you're building towards it and then right at the end someone else just swoops in oh my gosh that would be 
that would be fun <laughs> i mean that would probably be really annoying to read but also be hilarious i mean it um, would be really annoying for that one character like imagine yeah. like <laughs> yep anyway so Annabeth says that the child of the big three the next child she says of the big three who reaches 16 will be a dangerous weapon because that hero will decide the fate of olympus they will make a decision that either saves the age of the gods or destroys it and so Perse realizes that's why chronos left him alive before because there's a chance that chronos and luke could turn percy over to evil and use him so as long as they can use him they're going to keep him alive as long as there's some potential for that exactly and also yep. like they they probably realize like at this point they're in the best position possible like they have mm-hmm. they've started to bring chronos back to life they have a good following so like even mm-hmm. if they just might want to force the prophecy like even if yeah. they don't know what decision percy might make they might just want to force him into that decision right now mm-hmm. yeah there and also, go. like, 16-year-olds are notoriously angry at their parents, so. <laughs> yep. Um, Annabeth confirms that there's no chance that it could be, like, Tyson, for example, or some other half-child of Poseidon, because the oracle specifically is at half-blood, and that always refers to half-human, half-god. And so Percy currently is the only one alive that, that this could fit, as far as they know. And then Percy also brings up a great question of like, why the gods let me live? It would be safer to kill me. And Beth says like, yeah, it would be. And then pulls out her knife. No, but wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> no, but she says like, My yeah, mother is giving me a are. task. Yeah, like there probably are some gods that want Percy dead, she says. But Poseidon is like, no, we're going to let him live. And so they don't want to- um, And also at this point, they don't know what decision he's going to make. So it's better to keep him alive and then kill him the week before his 16th birthday. (laughs) Yep. So much better. Yeah. And then he asks Annabeth if the prophecy gives any hints about what decision he'll make. And she kind of hesitates. But then that conversation is cut off by a seagull joining the party, which as we all know, means land is close by. I- I also, and I'm sorry, I'm going to get religious here, but the seagull drops like a clutter of leaves. And that's literally how Noah knew that they were approaching land in the Noah's Ark parable. Mm, and I just find it really fun. funny that Rick was like, oh, how am I going to signal land? Like, no, I'm going to copy the Bible word for word. I just mm-hmm. found that really funny. And it's like, I just feel like, you know, you could have done something completely different. You could have had them see land. You could have had like, I don't know, Percy sense it. Like, I just find it yeah. funny that, like, a bird had to conveniently land yes. and drop. Well, because we had to cut the conversation mm-hmm. somehow. But yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Though it was interesting, though, how he made such a big deal about creating a distinction between mythology and religion the first week. And I was like, but let me use this religious allegory right now when it suits me. But again, I feel like that's that's more just like a common occurrence, not like an allegory. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. if anyone else would really like pick up on it like you're just special i'm just special <laughs> i just didn't pay attention in church really you did enough to figure that out <laughs> i mean to be fair they, they told us the noah's ark story a lot because that was one of the kid appropriate ones <laughs> anyway so they're pulling up to a nice island it's looking pretty cool has lots of different boats outside Percy says it looks like a tropical paradise. 
and it doesn't and, just have yeah. boats it has like yachts it's got a submarine it's got canoes uh like an old-fashioned three-mast uh sailing ship there's a helicopter a uh learjet and a and a prop plane so it's got like a bunch of different stuff and percy's like all right cool it must be like you know something for tourists to look at you know in the middle of the mm-hmm. sea of monsters yeah you know lots of different models you know monsters need somewhere to take their kids on their day off you know you gotta have some family bonding time I mean, you need to, you need somewhere to go before you get your monster donut. Yep. Obviously. Or a place to enjoy your monster donut. Ooh, true. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this person comes up to greet them. Looks like a flight attendant in her fancy outfit. And she asks if this is Percy Amba's first time at the spa. And of course they have no idea how to respond to that. And she like, gives them a little look and decides that Ambeth needs an herbal wrap and Percy needs a complete makeover. Needs some serious help, apparently. I mean, yeah. Let's, let's be real, he does. <laughs> Maybe starting with the grief counselor, but you know, I guess like makeup would be fine too. I don't I mean, know. Do whatever you want, man. I that, That's what I love when I watch TV shows and they're just like something, something, you know, I need to catch this killer. And I'm like, no, you need therapy. Yeah. Like, something that's what I feel like with these. I'm like, maybe we should get, like, a therapist for Camp Half-Blood <laughs> and not Kyron. Yep. Yep. So then the woman says, like, I'm sure Cece wants to speak with you personally before the luau, so come along with me. So we have this brief mention of whoever this chapter is about, you know, Cece Spot and Resort, so we might soon get to hear about who this Cece person is. How I'm sure she won't be as cool, though, Cece from New Girl, but, you know, she can Cece. try she can try all right so now begin to percy's whole thing about how like now normally this is this would be a trap but i can sense these things now she hasn't turned into a demon yet so this is probably fine i I also love tired he's hungry i I love how percy's like you know what if they're not gonna kill me outright maybe i'll just like play into it like yeah uh, they're playing the long exact situation that happened with medusa yeah, true also, but he was he didn't know enough about Medusa. Now he knows. Oh my god. He knows god. better now. But still, I have concerns. <laughs> I have lots of concerns about them. So but Ameth also agrees, like, oh, I guess it couldn't hurt. And then Percy thinks, of course it could, but he doesn't stop it. He lets it happen. So whatever. So they get they're walking through, it's all super fancy. Percy's really sad because Tyson isn't there to see it with them. <laughs> And then they end up getting separated because Annabeth has to go off for her spa time. And Cece specifically is going to help Percy all on her own. She need, He needs top level treatment from the boss, apparently. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As a side note, just a fun side note, nothing important or anything you need to worry about, listeners. Um, there's an animal cage in the corner with some, some guinea pigs in it. You know, just a fun little side note some decoration some pets chilling you know (laughs) yep so cc sends aunt beth away as we said to go off with hyla who's the assistant to go get her wraps and her hair braided and whatnot which can we just say hyla's a cool ass name it is a very cool name it's a very cool name so yes but she's also talking there's cc's talking on and on about how um aunt needs to unlock her true potential right unlock her to whatever that means and now she's saying the same thing to percy 
and says that he needs some serious help. The first step is that he has to admit that he's not happy with the way he is. And like, this is already sounding like an MLM or something, you know? Yeah, like, you yeah. if there's a problem. Here's this product I'm going to sell to you. They'll make everything better instantly. Like, this whole conversation is, is an MLM. Yeah, I mean, there's, there is nothing wrong with, like, admitting that you're not happy. Because sometimes you do need to, like, admit that before you, like, go to therapy or, like, start to realize, like, Which is how to fine. But how can but, this random stranger automatically know all that about Percy? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, you, it should never be about the way you look because the way you look is always pretty much perfect. Everyone's awesome. <laughs> but, like, it should not. I don't know where yeah. I was going with this. But basically, we don't like uh, uh, Cece right now because she is trying to make this little 13-year-old boy have self-esteem issues more yeah. than he already has. Yeah, because essentially she, like, brings him up to this mirror and he's suddenly, like, over... It's almost like, a, like one of those... Like, funhouse mirrors where it just amplifies everything that's wrong so you're seeing all these zits like his clothes are super lame his hair is terrible and all that stuff even though like it's the hair that preteen girls loved back in this time period you know <laughs> when this book was time period I sound so old oh my god but you know in the heyday girls loved a good dark messy haired hero <laughs> uh everyone you mean uh uh Every, yes no we're not gonna be gender specific everyone everyone loved it well no i was gonna say um daniel radcliffe's hair in uh, yep. uh prisoner of azkaban <laughs> not, yes prisoner of azkaban is peak harry potter hair yep yep there you go perfect example it's all about it so in the mirror after as he's looking at all these things that he thinks are wrong with him it suddenly shimmers and she has created this quote-unquote ideal version of him where he's a little bit taller he has a tan, he looks more athletic, like perfectly clear skin, all this stuff. And he's like, wow, I look perfect. Oh my God. Um, and it's like, search is like, Cece, can you actually change that? <laughs> I'm so sorry, everybody. It's fine. Everything's fine. Just, just ignore everything Lachlan says. Just ignore everything I'm saying. And she says like, yeah, sure. I can give you the full makeover. And all he has to do is eat plenty of fresh fruit, do some mild exercise, and of course, drink this shiny, fancy, definitely not poison red drink that I just poured a random drink mix packet into. So that's not Mon, suspicious at Percy, all. Percy should know this. You don't drink the Kool-Aid. Never. And that's Never kind of what she's giving him. Yep. <laughs> and she says that he will see results immediately she guarantees it which also huge red flag all of this everything about this is just a giant red flag percy has like a little bit of some brain cell action happening and it's like um why aren't there any guys here because as they were walking through they saw a bunch of like female presenting patrons of the spa but there wasn't anyone who didn't seem to identify that way just like hanging out you know and that seems a little sus just a little just a little sauce i mean maybe maybe it's to create like a i mean it could be like to create a more uh comforting experience for those female identifying that they don't Perhaps, want to be in the presence but if that's true then they would have turned percy away yeah true why would they be letting him in if it's supposed to be a safe space for female identifying people you know L little sus maybe there's a separate area you know but all she says is like you know like Drink this up and you'll meet them in a minute. Just just try the mixture, which again. Um, which he great. does. He does drink which, it and he does he say does. that it smell he it tastes like a strawberry milkshake. So like honestly, not bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Good. I guess 
nice to have one good thing before your life goes up in shambles um, because immediately something goes wrong and Cece says as promised here's your immediate results and Percy shrinks down and turns into a guinea pig yes <laughs> yep and Cece says oh perfect see you've unlocked your true self and now it's revealed that she has this whole vendetta against men in general and says that she believes that men are pigs, but pigs are too difficult to maintain, much like actual men themselves. And so it's much, e much easier to just turn them into guinea pigs. And so that is what the cage is in the corner that we not so subtly mentioned earlier, is several men that have come in the past and she is done away with. Yes, and then Percy yeah. um, is in the, pet, the, the thing with that, the little cage with them. And all of a sudden, Annabeth uh, knocks on the door and walks in. Um, mm -hmm. And as she walks in, Percy's looking at her and she looks very different. Uh, she's wearing a sleeveless dress, her blonde hair is all done, uh, and she's it's wearing clean makeup. And Percy's like, ooh, she looks so good, but she looks like not like Annabeth. And it's which wrong. is really cute. She looks yes. wrong. Yep. <laughs> no, I do like that, that he, like, knows her enough to tell that she would definitely be uncomfortable with the way they, like, sort of done her up. And, like, yeah, she can look good, but he also knows that if she's not comfortable, then that, that's still, like, that's not, doesn't make it right, you know? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, no, you should feel comfortable in whatever you look and, and however you look and whatever you're wearing. And she doesn't, and he supports her feelings, and I support him for that. For once in this book, I support him. <laughs> and so she, of course, is like worried, like, okay, um, where's 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 Percy? Because I left when and he was in here with you, and now he's not. And she's like, oh, don't worry, he's just having one of our treatments. Like, you look beautiful, you look great. Like, didn't you love the tour? And when Amber says like she loved the library and she really wants to be an architect, Cece's like, uh, no, you could you should be a sorceress just like me. Which so. I mean, like. Dude, so being a sorcerer would be so cool. It would be pretty cool. It would be. Yep. And so, but like, when you tell someone your dream and they're immediately like, nah, do this. And you're just, it's like, well, especially when at first she's like, you can study anything you want and be anything you want. She's like, I'm an architect. No, you have to be no. the one thing I want you to be. Yeah, that, that is, that, that's bad. That's sus that's suspicious. That's bad. So, CC does some magic and it's like, oh, by the way, my mother is the goddess Hecate, you know, the goddess of magic. And I can see that you're a daughter of Athena. You know, we both want knowledge. Neither one of us used to stand in the shadow of men, which is like, I mean, Amber didn't express that she had a problem with men, but surely project her own issues onto her, you know, Well, whatever. also, I mean, like, she is bringing up the fact that she's a daughter of Athena, and Athena is a virgin goddess. So there's, like, mm -hmm. you would inherently, I mean, you could believe that, like, and yeah. daughter of Athena would have that same mentality. Yeah, but she's just projecting a lot of her own stuff onto Annabeth. And just like, oh, yeah, I, will, I will mold you into my number two, <laughs> you know? Yep. So, and poor Percy's trying to like scream out at Annabeth, but he can only make little guinea pig noises <laughs> and scratch at the cage. And now all the under, other guinea pigs are sort of coming out to check Percy. And apparently they look very like mean and scary and dangerous which is quite an interesting concept for guinea pigs. Yeah, I, I, I kind of wonder if that's actually true or if that's just Percy like 
in this situation is like oh my gosh there's it does she did say that some of them have been in there for 300 years oh and i feel like being in a cage that's never cleaned for 300 years would make you into a mean looking guinea pig at least a very disgusting looking one yep and then suddenly cc's up over here offering ambeth immortality so like oh you can join the staff become a sorceress learn to bend others to your will and become immortal so Ambus getting some pretty a pretty cool job offer over here on yeah. the side. <laughs> like honestly, like it's not bad. I mean, I mean, her if she doesn't leave though, one of her only living friends may die. I mean, to be fair, the rest of her friends are most likely dead already. So, mm. at least and that's everything that's going on with like Luke and everything. <laughs> so you're you're supporting Ambus running away from her problems and becoming. I'm not. I'm not sorceress. supporting it. I'm just saying that there are some positives that yeah. need to be addressed mm-hmm. yep and so then cc says that ambeth is too intelligent and better and that she knows better than to trust that silly can't break heroes because you know they can never keep her safe or she could never like be successful there or known for anything and even says like how many great female half-blood heroes can you name so ambeth starts rad- rattling off atlanta amelia Earhart, like so on and so forth and Cece cuts her off as like, ah, men get all the glory. I'm not gonna let you prove me wrong in any way. And says that the only way for power for a woman is sorcery and lists like Medea and Calypso and herself, of course, the greatest of all. At which point Ambeth realizes, as I've spoiled three times now, Cece is Cersei. <laughs> so now we all know in case you somehow missed that earlier. Yep, and now Ambeth, of course, is realizing something bad has happened to Percy if he's not in here at this point. And then yeah, because she's read the myths and she knows the stories, and, and she she's knows also heard Cersei bashing all men as a general rule for the last two or three pages. And then she Ambeth looks around, sees the cage finally with all the guinea pigs, and realizes that that one of them is Percy. She has no idea which one, but one is definitely Percy. Especially because, like, apparently. Percy's like um clothes and stuff are just like on the floor oh yeah yeah like his clothes fell off as he transformed and Cersei pushed them underneath a curtain or something so that Ambeth wouldn't find them pay no attention to the clothes behind the curtain yikes yep and so Cersei's like oh don't worry about Percy like I'll ship him off to a kindergarten class to be their pet like they'll all love him it'll be great so this is the third time that someone has offered to turn Percy into an animal, but this time actually happened. I mean, to be fair, she never offered and she never threatened. She just that did is it. true. But just we went from um, what was it? We went from dolphin to weasel, weasel? ferret, weasel or like ferret, that. weasel or ferret to guinea pigs. I feel like we're moving down the chain of desirability of animals still. But I mean, like, I feel like I'd rather be a, like a guinea pig than like a weasel or ferret. No. No, do you know how many guinea pigs die of loneliness because you have to have two because oh. they need companionship but often people I. only get one and then you just I. die of sadness okay i mean so i maybe. may die of sadness that's possible <laughs> i feel like that's a very likely scenario for most people living in this day and age yeah a lot of yeah but still but still, a, a guinea pig life seems like a pretty sad life. All right, yeah, I get that. Though I will say, Cersei just did it. Like, 
Dionysus and Ares didn't just commit to it. They Mm -hmm. made threats. Like, no, you just got to commit and actually turn them into the animal. That's the only way it works, apparently. Apparently, yep. And so Annabeth looks like she's actually really excited by Cersei's offer. Like, she has this glazed look over her eyes, imagining her future. And she's like, you know what? Like, let me think about it. Just give me a moment to say goodbye to Percy. And like, I'll give you my answer. It's just like, all right, cool. Sounds great. I'll give you to a moment, but also I'm going to lock all the doors and windows so that you guys can't escape. So as soon as she leaves the room, Ambeth runs over to the guinea pigs like, which one is Percy? But of course, they're all screaming at Ambeth because they all want to get out and escape. So she has no way of telling which one's him. So she runs over to Percy's clothes, which she notices because they weren't actually hidden that well. And instead of getting out Riptide, she gets the bottle of Hermes multivitamins and eats one herself right as Cersei comes back in with a couple of the, as we now know, magical attendants. And when Cersei asks what Annabeth's decision is, she's like, this, and pulls out her knife like a really cool kid. And that is really cool. It's a power move. And also, like, Percy, she has her own weapon. She doesn't need yours. Yeah. Um, And I just also she pulled out a lemon chew and I kind of wonder if like she had specifically rummaged for a lemon one because she likes the lemon flavored ones or if that was just a convenient one uh yeah she really is associated with lemons she is <laughs> yep and so Cersei's attendants tried to like throw some magic at her to fight her but oh and Cersei wants to turn her into a shrew and then I guess they'll sell her off as a pet, possibly. Or maybe they'll just keep her around to be mean to. Because I feel like Ambus made them really angry. So they'll want to punish her a bit for that. Um, so they try to throw some magic at her. But nothing happens. The magical <gasps> vitamin she ate somehow blocks magic. Whoa! So my question is, are there different types of vitamins? Do they cause different properties? And Ambus got lucky? Was there a handy guide as part of the package that she quickly read? No, I, I or, think... Or does it do whatever you want? Like, if you think, like, oh, I want to have this power briefly, then you eat the vitamin, then you get it. No, I think they have set properties across all vitamins. I don't think it's individual based off flavor. Oh, that's... Because I think it's just, like... I mean, Hermes had said, like, everything you need to feel yourself again. So maybe, like, this is just, like, prevents turning into something else. Or maybe it prevents, like certain mm. types of magic or maybe it just prevents all magic but it's probably specifically like sorcery and stuff not like godly magic yeah it would be weird for him to make something that he couldn't work against exactly there you go anyway so the attendants can't actually fight Ambeth because they don't know how to fight like normal people with weapons so yeah, none of them know how to actually fight yep <laughs> you know plus what happens and so Ambeth wants them to turn Percy back into a human but Cersei apparently like can't do it, <laughs> which seems like kind of dumb. Like, how would you know how to do a spell and not undo it if you're the greatest sorceress ever? I mean, she could be bluffing. She, but also, like, Annabeth holds a knife at her throat. Yeah, true. Yeah. Oh, oh, we skipped over this. Yeah. So, like, when the magic doesn't work, when they try to turn Annabeth into a shrew, she, like, runs at Cersei and is like, holds her knife at Cersei's throat and is like, how about you turn me into a panther instead? One that has her claws at your throat. <laughs> Which is like, it kind of, it's not, a, that's not a cool It's line. almost cringy. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. you know what that's <laughs> almost as cringy as? 
Hmm. Your plans really, really bite. Oh, I hate that one so much. <laughs> so Things that I hope don't make it into the uh, Honestly. TV. Honestly. Yep. So, Annabeth decides that she only has one option left. She gives all the guinea pigs some vitamins, which will suddenly turns all of them into humans. Thankfully, all their clothes come back. So you don't keep the clothes when you turn into a guinea pig, but they magically return to you when you turn back into a human. I, I, I think that was just Rick being like, I can't have this child be naked. Yeah. And... Yeah. Which just like you know we're just gonna give them clothes which like makes so that sense. that is an interesting problem though that anytime you have some sort of like transfiguration that's always an issue of what happens to the clothes in harry potter your clothes transfigure with you mm. um or your clothes and it's inconsistent if your clothes yeah. animagus with you because in certain movies mcgonagall does it and she does not end up naked but then peter prediger did it and did end up naked yeah Hmm. maybe he just wasn't as good as her maybe he just wasn't that might also be but i i, I think it, <laughs> but, like, I think but that is an issue across like multiple different things like anytime it this is. comes up so it's a question of what happens to your clothes and some people like break the fourth wall and ask that question be like whatever exactly. um I, I think this is more a writer's decision than a logistical in-universe decision yeah like you yeah. can't just have a naked 13 year old appear <laughs> with like a bunch of other naked men makes sense just, like makes sense yep so turns out all those mean looking guinea pigs were all pirates specifically blackbeard and all of his crew (laughs) and so they decide they're going to go after cersei destroy the island you could insinuate from there you know general pirate things that may happen oh i didn't think of that thank you for that oh they're just gonna like burn down the place probably destroy everything i mean like to be fair they want their revenge yeah um yeah yeah 300 years i'd be angry too so while everyone's distracted percy and annabeth run off trying to get back to all the boats there's no way that they would be able to escape on their rowboat that's just not going to work out and so they're looking at all their options which also includes a fighter jet and a submarine and Percy points this one ship and he's like, I don't know how to explain it, but I can definitely make this work with my little magical sea powers. Let's do it. And that boat in particular is the Queen Anne's Revenge, you know, Blackbeard's ship, who's already very angry about everything that's going on. So he, of course, notices that Percy and Beth are trying to take his ship and they start to run after him. But luckily, Percy's magical skills come in handy and he can just think about what he wants to have happen on the boat and it happens and so luckily they're able to sail off and get away from the pirates back into the sea of monsters the end <laughs> yes um <laughs> yes. I, I'm very surprised you didn't point out the fact that Percy one of the words that Percy yells out is missing mast I just I refuse that. to say that word <laughs> what because I refuse to say a word that sounds that dumb I love missing mast. I really <laughs> hope that stays so he can we can just say missing mast. Well, you know, I hope for that for you. <laughs> That's my but dream that was for the you, end. Lauren. But that was the end of chapter 12. We check into CC Spa and Resort. Um, mm-hmm. and that was I feel like overall that wasn't a terrible chapter. Like they upgraded no, their, their sailing vessel. They were mm-hmm. able to get a little bit of rest. 
um they? But they weren't they, they, got, they got to like relax for a little i would bit say annabeth more than percy um well annabeth <laughs> had the forced unconscious sleep so like he's already ahead of her yeah and so overall i don't think like i think that wasn't like a bad thing a bad time no yeah overall yeah. i think it was pretty <laughs> and yeah. next yeah, the next chapter we get to enjoy chapter 13 lucky number 13 annabeth tries to swim home so we'll Ooh. see how that goes yeah yeah you know i they're pretty far out there so i don't think that's gonna go too well i mean if anyone can do it annabeth can do it well thank you so much for listening please remember to rate review subscribe um and have a good one bye bye Hi, this is Lauren. I just wanted to let you know that there is an incredible Instagram that you can follow if you're a fan of our podcast. It's called Accidentally Vaporized Pod, and if you follow it, you can see all the amazing and awesome stuff that Lachlan posts. Because, let's be honest, Lachlan really is doing everything for this podcast. I'm just the dead weight here. So, either way, go give us a follow, and thank you for listening.